Tavern Squad is a tabletop RPG podcast that features adult themes and language. Content warnings can be found in the episode notes. Take a moment to subscribe. Take a couple moments to leave a review. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, and Twitter. Or visit TavernSquad.com for more of our content. Since the dawn of high fantasy RPGs, there has been no greater stage for a story to be told or to begin than a tavern. The mythical epicenter for both adventure and drink alike. Armed with their dice, tankards, and creative expression, five D&D nerds quest for glory and to keep traditional narrative cliché alive. This is Tavern Squad. So, I think while we're recording this, maybe I'll cut this into a little a bonus thing for people, but let's talk about these items that you found. Yeah. Dick, can we do an arcana on those potions? I mean, I was thinking I'll just dish it out to you guys. I don't necessarily want to keep everything hidden and you don't know. Like, I think that can be exciting, but I don't really, don't really want to do that. All of these are lesser magic items. There are three potions of healing and then one potion of fire breath. Holy shit. I got a 20 door cannon, so I know that. Awesome. Yeah, you're very familiar. You have a cloak of billowing. It's a bonus action to make your cape billow dramatically. (laughs) Is that it? That's just... That's all it does. You know how cool that would be for G3, though? Every time he rages as a bonus action, he just has a fluttery cape. (laughs) That would be pretty badass. But is it a bonus action to rage? It is. So it's like two bonuses? (laughs) Oh, I thought it was a bonus action makes it billow. No, no. Cool, cool. Then there is the ring of jumping. While wearing the ring, you can cast the jump spell as a bonus action at will, but you can only target yourself when you do so. So it allows you to jump really far. I feel like Tom should get that. I was going to say we should make G3 mobile, because can you imagine a robot that could just, like, like launch itself and then, like, come down with the fucking great axe? I think that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's fucking cool. He gets the cape and the ring. We just like have to like squeeze it onto G3's finger. Like, no, no, no. We'll get it to fit. It'll be fine. G3 just lets a weld into himself. You have to like screw your finger onto it. <laughs> I don't think G3 needs the cloak though, because bonus action wise he'll be raging. Oh, I don't know. It would be pretty metal for you to, like, billow your cloak and then, and then jump. fucking take off. <laughs> <laughs> Intimidation out the wazoo. It'd I like that great. he's just becoming a magician. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we'll get you a top hat for you to flourish. It'll be great. He's an illusionist. <laughs> uh, next thing we have is the armor of gleaming. And this is just regular magic armor. Uh, except it never gets dirty. It's always clean, shiny armor. What would that be, like, bonus? So, I was thinking, because I don't know how you guys want to divvy it up, I will just kind of, like, change what kind of armor it is for whoever gets it. So, But it'd be plus armor it, for... Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not anything additional. Alright, who has... What is everyone's armor class? Well, if it doesn't change... Depending on how you guys want to divvy it, I'm happy to change what it is. So, like, Roy, if you wanted the armor that never gets dirty, then we can say it's half plate. But if you're like, eh, and then Tums is like, I'll take it, then it can be leather armor of gleaming. Like, that doesn't matter to me. 
Yeah, I would, I would pick this for flavor, so, like, whoever's personality is, like, the most flamboyant with armor. Like, maybe Cecilia, because she's pretty... She's a fancy gal. Yeah, I'm down to have some armor. What if it's just, like, a polish, though? It could be a polish. But the thing is, is, like, I Jessica's... more armor class. Well, so Jessica's it's... natural armor is already better than, like, leather armor. So if she can't wear anything heavier than that, then it's kind of useless for her. Yeah. The only thing I care about is getting more armor class. If I don't gotcha. get that, then someone else can have it. Okay. Or and, the thing have is, it for... and the thing is, is if you can wear medium armor, if that's part of the proficiency, then I'll let it be a medium piece of armor. Then the next item is a moon-touched sword. So in the darkness, the unsheathed blade of the sword sheds moonlight, creating bright light in a 15-foot radius and dim light for an additional 15. So, a moonlight sword. And again, I would change the size of it dependent on who gets it. Uh, the last thing is the shield of expression. The front of the shield is shaped in the likeness of a face. While bearing the shield, you can use a bonus action to alter the face's expression. The shield is made from wood or metal and is carried in one hand. It can increase your armor class by two, and you can only benefit from one shield at a time. I would take that shield if nobody else wants it, because I think that that will increase my armor class and allow me to use uh, my fighting style at the same time. Yeah, because you only hit with one hand anyway. Yeah, and so I don't think that that, that, that breaks the rules of dueling, because it's not considered a weapon. So if nobody else wants it, I'll take that. Yeah. What was the thing before? The, short, the sword? Does anyone want the sword? I don't need it. Is it in any way better than the sword I have? Or if I got it, would I then just have a glowing sword? So it counts as magic. So if there's a creature that you're hitting uh-huh. and you need a magic weapon to beat a resistance, that would count. I, okay. So I guess the other question though is like, can you control the light? Or is this just going to make me more of a liability in stealth situations if I take this? Dude, right... You can Witcher this. You could. Oh, I could have two swords. Yeah. I didn't even consider that as an option, but I will totally do that. If it's dark and it's unsheathed, it will shed moonlight. So you can't pull out your moon-touched sword and in the dark and have it stay dark. Okay. I will definitely take it if nobody else wants it. Yeah, go for it. I will fucking... That's a fantastic idea. I didn't even think of that. More weapons. And I, you know how many times I've actually dropped my sword? I think I've dropped my sword like three times. So it might not be the worst thing in the world to give me a backup. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, and then what were the other potions? Three potions of healing and one potion of fire breath. So fire breath, I think, gives you like three uses. After drinking this potion, you can use a bonus action to exhale fire at a target within 30 feet of you. Target must make a DC 13 dex throw, take 4d6 fire on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. The effect ends after you exhale the fire three times or when one hour has I've always wanted to be like a dragon. So I'm torn on this one. I'm torn on this one because I feel like G3 blowing fire would be really epic looking. But also with Tums' current indigestion, I think thematically it kind of makes sense. Yes. <laughs> Tums already has a fire feature. He does bonfires all over the place. Yeah. Cecilia wants to be like a dragon. <laughs> yeah, fire breath for, for Cecilia, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, though, being able to, like, lift off with G3 and then, like, create fire. I'm just, we're just making a cannonball. <laughs> Metal dragon. <laughs> I only have one bonus action. Yeah, let's give that to Cecilia. She can be a dragon. Yes! Dragon Cecilia! <sighs> <laughs> 
So I guess who wants the gleaming armor then? Tums, do you want to not get dirty? Like you're- uh, well, you know what would be good is I could change into this and my horrible vomiting oh, and stuff would not. It would stay clean. There you go. Yeah. It's Perfect. like Scotch. It's like Scotch Guard for dirty ass Tums. Can it be a, a postal gleaming armor? Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a uniform. Postal leathers. The 50 year anniversary commemorative postal outfit. Oh yeah. And if you poop your pants, it stays clean. <laughs> Well, well, maybe like, the, we'll say it's like the fifth millennia, fifth millennia postal service outfit. Old logo. Real vintage. So it's been like about 4,000 years after the Divine Strife, and the Wandering City was developed during the Divine Strife. So like at minimum, the Wandering City is like 4,000 years old. So it could be like three, you know, three millennia old. And this is like, you know, oh. back when the postal workers saw more danger. <laughs> yeah. It could be like a, like a studded leather postal worker suit. And, you know, they always had to keep clean. As, as fun as, as, as that is, I think, I think maybe it's okay if, if Tums dons something that's not a service uniform. Yeah, technically you were fucking can. Yeah. So. I'll keep my hat. How's that sound? I'll, I'll keep my postal hat. <laughs> you gotta keep those shorts. Yeah, you gotta keep the shorts. I think the shorts are the last thing he wants right now. TBH. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, can I make? Can 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 I make it like cut off armor of gleaming? <laughs> just like <laughs> just take your knife and start like hacking the legs <laughs> off, making it shorts. Yeah, you can do it. Fuck it, why not? We'll say it's uh, studded leather, and studded leather is twelve plus dex modifier. And then health potions to all... Oh, there's three of them. And then I get the fire breath and the health potion. So I just want to also clarify, so I'm going to start putting things down. Tums, you get the armor of gleaming. Okay. Okay. And then... Petri gets the ring and the cape. Okay. Yes. Roy gets a sword. What was the other thing? Shield. And shield. Yeah. Cecilia gets a fire breath and a healing potion. Tums gets a leather and a healing potion, and then there's one other healing potion. You could hang on to it. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. So then we'll say it is a moon-touched long sword. Where did you find these items? Did you just like I roll a dice and look, or like? I looked them up, and I wanted to find things that were like fun, but not. I mean, unfortunately, not super, super useful. Well, we finally got health potions, so. <laughs> I don't know, dude. A legit shield boosts my AC to like. Pretty fucking solid. Like, I'm going to be hard to hit now. It's Good. it's true, but at the same time, I could just give you a shield that doesn't make faces. <laughs> I know, but like, it, yeah, but I mean, just like a simple shield actually does me a huge benefit, which is I probably should have been using one from the beginning. Also, barbarian stomp. Come on. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to warn you, I'm going to break this ring of jumping. So this says... You can jump a distance equal to your strength score, provided you have a run-up of at least 10 feet. What does that mean? So if you get a... Wait, so my strength raw, like 18? Yeah. But that's like with the running start. And then jump... So with a running start three times that, I can jump almost 60 feet? Yeah. With a running leap. (laughs) As a bonus action. This is the best. Or as a high jump... 60 feet. You leap into the air. Although I, I will say you know I might be I might be mean and have falling damage. So if you leap up sixty feet in the air to just plan on crashing down sixty feet, that's not going to come without repercussions. Oh no, I welcome that because otherwise I'll just get ridiculous and do dumb things. 
<laughs> Think about, though, if I just jump straight forward, there has to be some sort of, like, impact damage if I'm jumping 60 feet forward into someone. Yeah. Yeah, we can work that out. Okay. I'm excited. But high jump-wise, so if he just wants to jump straight up, he can do three plus his strength modifier. All right. And that'll be tripled as well. So three plus my strength modifier? Yeah. Nice. So seven times three, so I can jump 20 feet in the air. Yeah. Like, just straight up. That's amazing. <laughs> That's really quite rad. Well, guys, let's go ahead. Holy shit. Uh, stop the recording. Hey, folks. Hope you enjoyed the mini-sode. How will our adventurers use these goodies in the future? Well, tune in next time to find out. Do you want to tell us how you like the show? Or how maybe I was a little too relaxed with the details of these items? Well, we here at the Tavern want to hear from you. Write a review, send us an email, or message us on Facebook, Instagram, and Reddit. Be the next one to have your letter read on Tom's mailbag. If you f- fucking enjoyed this goddamn episode, I don't know if I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> Please like and subscribe. Better yet, take a moment to share with a friend. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Reddit for more fun stuff and updates. Links are in the episode notes. Episode 8 of our main program will be dropping on the last Thursday of the month, March 31st. We will definitely be making posts about it the week before, so keep an eye on our social media to, you know, stay in tune with its release. Our intro song is Briefcase No. 1, performed by Tartanic. Our intro speech is written and performed by Lou Fox. Other artists that provided music and sound effects are the RPG music maker Travis Savoye and Carl Casey from White Bat Audio. You can find links to their content and other contributors' content in the show notes. With that, the last call has been made. The tavern is closing. I hope you enjoyed this mini-sode because we don't describe these items at all otherwise. Toodaloo.